Ladies and gentlemen, now it's too late with Alan Mosley. Guys, welcome back for another episode of It's Too Late. I am your host, Alan Mosley, joined as always by the number one producer in late night. It's Dave Willimowski. Dave. Hey, guys. How are you doing? I made it back another week. And you did, it's, you doing it's it? going fantastic. Did you all have a good Halloween and all that? We really did. The, the, the little kids made it the whole time. My legs were killing me. I, I don't know how they did it with their short little legs, but they, they brought home pounds and pounds of candy. Did did the Halloween candy tier list in any way factor into the equation? There there was a lot of talk about the tier list. Actually, the whole family, they watched the, the clip that you clipped out of it, and they actually went and did the tier list themselves. The children were really angry about anything that I put in the wrong tier, and they let me know about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. They you know, it's... So your children then really had the same reaction as basically our entire audience. <laughs> there was way <laughs> here I was thinking, well, this will be a cute little scene. And granted, I didn't mean for it to go like forty-three minutes long for just that one segment. Okay, look, my bad. It was a lot of that's, candy. That's on. It's a lot of candy. It's not my fault. That's on me. However, I thought that this would be like a cool way to generate some organic like traffic and commentary there'd be some people coming in to leave their leave their opinions and all that and then and then i was like hey we should make a post about we should do more of these this will be really fun you guys we'll do more of these and then we got nothing but hate mail for like seven days straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just everyone saying i love those caramel apple pops how fucking dare you it's just that's that's all i've got <laughs> all interaction is positive interaction that's that is true uh what's the all good all publicity is good publicity was yeah, the, yeah something like that so it it worked in the sense that we have more people following the show it's just all the people following who weren't following before all hate us so they're, they're looking for more have you noticed that all all the christmas stuff is out already I but i mean that. i guess i guess i shouldn't say already because you know a lot of places had christmas stuff coming out like at the end of September, they were putting Christmas stuff out. Uh, the official fiance of It's Too Late, uh, she works at a bookstore, and she was saying that they were putting out Christmas stuff around my birthday, and my birthday is September 27th. So, Why but, do they do that? I don't, I don't know. It's like the front left corner of Cracker Barrel is now vomited all over the rest of the store. <laughs> it's just, they do that, you know. The Cracker Barrel has a Christmas section 365 days a year. And now yeah. the Christmas section has, it's just, a, it's, that's what Christianity is. It's a disease. It just spreads to the rest. <laughs> wow. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> I, I couldn't, I couldn't pass up the opportunity. Um, but you know what my shower thought was this morning is that we're doing this show and I'm sitting here getting ready to make the show notes. And I'm like, oh, this is show notes for November 3rd because it's not October anymore. But that was really a shock to me because I was going to put eight for August. <laughs> So you can really imagine how I felt. Yeah, and then was... it, and then it got me to thinking, you know, it's depending on where you are in life, that whole phenomenon of time flying when you're having fun is different depending on what age you are. You know, when you're a little kid and you're like your family's going to Disney World, it's man, time flies when you're having fun. The, the trip's over, time to leave. And you're like, oh, man, so soon. Then you get to be a little bit older. Maybe you, you join the workforce. You get to be, maybe you're in your 20s and you got all your hopes and dreams. You're going to go out and take on the world. And then it becomes, all oh, the day's over already. I had so much more to do. I have so much more to accomplish. But then, 
Then you get to be about the age of me and Dave, maybe a little older. And then it becomes the end is soon. It's almost (laughs) over. Then it becomes I'm out of time, but I don't mean out of time to build the shed. I mean just out of time. Yeah. Time to go. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to tell this is this is classic. This is I'm on brand right now because I'm trying to tell a funny story, but now I'm gonna segue into something really depressing. I had a roommate roommate named Will, and he died when he was 36. He used that he was depressing. a he was a nature photographer that went on hikes all the time. He was in really good shape. And then he had a heart attack and died at 36. Wow. You know how old I turned this year? 36. Hmm. I'm about to die. That's I don't, I'm I don't about that's to. The moral of that story. <laughs> no, that's the moral. you're because Dave Dave is sitting there thinking the moral of the story is, you know, to 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 the time time is precious and you should you should make the most of it and tell your family you love them. No, the story is you're about to die. Carpe diem. Yeah. Seize the day, but only the next like 260 of them because that's it. <laughs> well, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Take out check out this article that was in the New York Post. Over 75% of people who cheat claim affairs improve their marriages. Wow. And two-thirds of love rats say they have a happy relationship despite playing away. I just want to point out really quick. They use this terminology like playing away and and improving their marriage and all that. So first of all, that's all BS. They're they're surveying the people doing the cheating, and those people say, you know, the people living their best lives are saying, yeah, it's great, it's going pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> I can I can be married to this old bag, but also, you know, I I don't know why I was going to say Britney Spears. That's probably not the move. It, not anymore. I, the the problem is is that I'm so unplugged from pop culture that to me Britney Spears is still a teeny bopper yeah, dressed up as hot, a schoolgirl. Right? I mean, she certainly is alive, I think. Mm-hmm. So there's, I mean, but not not for long, like another 260-something days and be it for her. <laughs> but uh, but check out, I want you to take a look. This is from the same article, mind you. Check out this line. The survey also found that despite admitting cheating on their partner, 94% would be furious if they found a spouse doing it to them. You don't say. <laughs> So these people, two thirds of these people claim that their marriages are just straight up improved and 77% of them are personally happier, but almost all of them would say, but don't you do it to me. No, I swear to God, if I find you do it, I'm going to just, they're just, I'm going to kill the kids. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's I'm going (laughs) to, Yeah, they're not going to kill them. They're going to kill, they're not going to kill themselves like a good Christian. They're going to, they're going to kill the kids. That's what's going to happen. I feel like this is an excellent time for a euthanasia.com joke, but I just, I don't really know how to set it up. What do you think? Yeah, it's, there's always time for I don't know. I felt like that was the right thing to do. If anybody at home is, is watching the show right now and is thinking to themselves, boy, this monologue's rough. You should have heard the one that we cut like 10 minutes ago. Now that, that thing, yeah, boy, it... I'm not going to place the blame on any one person, oh. but it 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 featured Dave heavily. Yeah, suddenly there's a there's like a whole new guy in the studio here. Yeah, you do have a nice studio though. Check that shit out. Yeah, you see that? Yeah, 
I put a lot of money into this show, and this this is just for it's too late. This isn't Liberty Late Night at all. I I cover that all up. What you cover you cover it up. What, the yeah. correct answer is is you have two separate studios for the different shows. Oh. But no, you've ruined it now by saying you covered it up. I, I <laughs> travel to your studio. It's really nice. Yeah, thank you. Bring the have other you know, room. I'll tell you. I know that this is more of a rhetorical question. Have you seen the prices of everything going up, Dave? I've noticed a little bit. I don't Boy, think we're getting hit as hard. That that inflation is here. Everybody, nope, nobody's happy. This is actually. I was talking to some friends the other day, and I want to save this for later in the show. But basically, their answer was, "You know how I can tell that Biden administration is a total failure because no one is happy. Just just in general. I don't even necessarily mean about politics. Everyone's just unhappy." And I was like, "Well, and that's how you know. That's how you know yeah. things are bad." And and of course you don't you not only have inflation but when when it pertains to the restaurants and the grocery stores you also have shrinkflation where they raise the price of things but they also lower the portion too, and I specifically noticed that recently at our restaurants here in town. Are you familiar with with Sonic? You know the Sonic drive-ins where you go up to the window and the car hop brings you the yep. yeah. And yeah, if you're lucky, got one of those. If you're lucky, it's a car hop that you want to cheat on your spouse with because it'll make you 77% happier. If you're unlucky, it's someone that you're like, you feel really bad for those roller skates. But um, the Sonics <laughs> around here are not serving the dessert menus right now, which I've never gone to Sonic to eat dinner. I've only ever gone to Sonic for a dessert. And they're not serving the dessert menus because the supply chain's broken down. They don't have any of the ingredients. And I was like, wow. I mean, it's like going to Dairy Queen and you can't order a Blizzard. That's that's what's happened to Sonic right now. And then I also noticed at McDonald's, they're, they've already raised their prices. But on top of that, they're charging additional surcharges for the drinks that they're running out of. Like, you know, they do the fountain drinks. You know, they've got, you know, they must have the syrup and the little carbonation mm. machine thingy. Um, and I noticed on their menu, if you want to order a Diet Dr. Pepper, it's regular price. But if you want to order just a regular Coke, it's 10 cents more. And I can't decide if that says more about how popular Coke is or how unpopular Diet Dr. Pepper is. Do you do you drink Diet Dr. Pepper? I, I think I have, but I, I, I've never looked for it, you know, specifically. Or... I, I, I actually sent that to a friend and said, hey, have you, have you seen this? And my friend actually wrote back and said, well, I drink Diet Dr. Pepper. And of course, my first reaction was, "Man, you, you, you ripper!" <laughs> but then I thought, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do you one. But you know who else drank Diet Dr Pepper? Adolf Hitler. Well, there you go. I'm I'm a historian. You can trust me on this. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt you. Do we have time for a rape joke, or should we move on? Oh, I think there's always time for a rape joke. Might as well. Okay. <laughs> when I was when I was when I was younger, I used to get really frustrated when I would be left out of things. Like if you ever, you know, maybe like you go into your teen years and you're hanging around with hanging out with everybody and everyone's like laughing and reminiscing about a good time they had and you're like, "Wait a minute, I wasn't there." What where was I when this was happening? I got left out. I would always get really upset when I would get left out of things. Mm -hmm. And then that actually carried over into my adult life too. Very recently and and probably more of my lady friends than anybody, they joined some club called hashtag me too. And I didn't get to join. And I was like, man, oh I, wish I, was, I know I wish I was raped. <laughs> I like to be a part of things. No, 
Nobody likes to be excluded. Now, if that bothers you in any way, understand it was Dave's fault because we could have moved on. But Dave said, hey, there's always time. I, I knew it was a genuine question when you asked me. <laughs> and I really meant why not. Guys, we're going to be back with the meme of the week and the viewer mail right after this commercial break. Don't go away. Welcome back to the show. Uh, that commercial, by the way, that plays every single week. It's usually the first commercial we play. That's for uh, the 10th Amendment Center's program, Path to Liberty. You can go to 10thamendmentcenter.com slash path to liberty to get that. Michael Bolden, president of the 10th Amendment Center, is the host of that program. It's a really good show. They're always doing really awesome stuff. It Here's the thing is that if you've got that – we're coming up on Thanksgiving. It's right around the corner. And, and when you go to Thanksgiving, there's going to be those random racist uncles. Maybe this is just my family. I don't know. <laughs> but there's going to be those those boomer con uncles and grandparents and, and dads and brothers and me who are all racist. And and those are the people who you got to figure out a way to reach them. You can't you can't go straight to legalize heroin with these folks. No, because these are the people who they, they now they use heroin, but they want to shoot black people who use heroin. That's it's a very it's, it's it's a very important distinction. But so you can't go there with them. But these are the people who are who are the people who are in the Constitution. We just got to get back to the Constitution. Those are the people who need to go to Tenth Amendment Center dot com slash path to liberty. You you send them there. You tell them tell them Alan sent you. And um, <laughs> if you're lucky, they'll never talk to you again. <laughs> I feel like I, Michael Bolden should be paying me money. I think like that was a great advertisement. That was. Yeah. Uh, hey, Dave. Yes, Alan. What time is it? It's time for Meme of the Week. Oh, dear. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's her horse dewarmer. Yeah. Well, do you want to live or not? <laughs> you know, the thing, the only reason I really want to show that, because we're not going to talk about that dumb bitch this week, is the fact that all the people who really wished, genuinely wished Joe Rogan would die would, were mm -hmm. all the same people who, if anything bad were to happen to Jen Psaki, they would just lose their minds. Like if she actually had a serious, you know, episode with Coven and something horrible happened to her. These people, like you would never hear the end of it from these people. But the difference is, is that if Joe Rogan had died, all of them would be saying, ha ha, told you so. But if Jin Saki dies, will the Joe Rogan people do the same? I'm willing to bet. I mean, there's always going to be some, but I'm willing to bet not, not the same. No. It's almost as there if one group is just objectively worse people than the other. <laughs> there might be some memes, you know, that usually. Speaking of memes, check out the bonus meme. It's Meta, the world's number one gay dating 
website. Wait a minute, it's, that looks. It's nice that they have. Like their, it's nice that they have their own place. Yeah, a place for them away from us. <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't I don't understand what the problem is. Um, <laughs> speaking of having no idea what the problem is, let's uh, let's go ahead and answer some viewer mail. So intense. All right. Uh, we're going to start off this week with Eric Eli, who writes, Dear Alan and Dave, who is your favorite icon slash figure from Lincoln's War? So I'm assuming he means the American Civil War. Um, yeah. Favorite icon slash figure. I mean... It, it's. I mean, it's got to be Robert E. Lee. It's just. It's just got to be. Like he's. I mean, he's one of the greatest Americans to ever live. Which is like I know that that's would be considered a controversial statement if this were if this were on TV. If I were the host of the Tonight Show and Dave is over there at his podium like Andy Richter or somebody and and going oh geez thinking Mike I have to figure out where I'm going to work now because Alan's ruining it. Um, if I said that, it would be a huge controversial thing. But that wasn't even controversial historically. You you had lots of prominent figures throughout history and prominent figures around the world who believed that Robert E. Lee was one of the greatest Americans to ever live. It's only it's only very in, in modern times do you see the statues coming down and the mm-hmm. renaming of schools and all that crap. I mean, who hasn't yeah. had a few slaves in their time? Well, me? <laughs> I don't... Yeah. I guess I don't pay enough. <laughs> um, but since I don't pay enough, you're my slave. So... Oh, there sh- we go. Yeah. Yeah. At least you get to be a part of the slave-master relationship. I feel like... Yeah, I feel like I can vote in this situation. <laughs> you can think again. All right. Andrew Avery writes... Dear Alan and Dave, he actually said, I'm traveling and may not get to participate in the viewer mail, so here's my question. Everyone's saying that Biden crapped at the Vatican, but does that make it holy crap? Did that happen? Do you know? I, I've been seeing all this stuff. Did that happen? Did he have some sort of bowel trouble at the Vatican? You know, I, I, I did some research on it today, and there's a lot of videos and a lot of people talking about it, but it all seems to come down to one tweet that somebody made and I forgot the name, but she basically said rumor around Rome is that he, he had a bathroom incident or something like that. And basically she just said it was the rumor and then everybody ran with that. Okay. See, I didn't even, I didn't even get that story until recently. The only story I got was, is that they were, they were actually there for the whole climate accord thing. And so naturally mm-hmm. what they did is they had like a hundred and ten car motorcade driving through Rome. And it and it and I don't and I don't mean Teslas and Priuses, by the way. They were like no. stretch SUVs. Like those mm-hmm. those limo SUV vehicles. Like you know that, that if you ignite that engine, it a star, a sun dies. Like a star falls <laughs> out of the sky if you turn that key. And they had like a hundred and ten of them driving down the street. Um it's almost as if these people are as big a hypocrites as people who want to cheat but not be cheated on. What? No. Yeah. Some sluts are more equal than others. Um, 
I like that. That that would have been a great line for the monologue as opposed to now. I really feel yeah. bad for the people who they they didn't they missed the first of the show and they just sat down. They're like, Jesus, what are they even talking about? Oh, the the part we cut or the the real? No, the the. the <laughs> sh- what do you mean cut? This is live, Dave. What are you, what are you talking about? Uh, all right. Uh, Andrew Avery also followed up with. Uh, did the Let's Go Brandon chants finally irritate the crap out of Biden? You know what? I'm not even sure he even knows what that is. But no, then again, I, I'm I not even. Likes it. I'm yeah. I'm not even sure he knows what he is. So he so thinks he's go. Brandon now. But we are going to talk about that later in the show. So let's let's put a put a cork in that one. Uh, Ryan Sievert writes, "Dear Alan and Dave." He actually did write Dear Alan and Dave as opposed to last week oh. when he had some sort of defamatory comments towards you. So I'm glad you guys made up. Uh, if you were single and could marry any celebrity, who would it be? Apparent, uh, well, according to last segment, it's just the world's your oyster. Why wait until you're single? Just do it now. Yeah. Um, it'll make people happier. It'll make you happier. I don't know about Mary. You will be happier. <laughs> um. If you were single and could marry any celebrity, who would it be? De- de- so basically, who's your celebrity crush, I guess is what he's saying. Well, me. I'd, I've never even thought of that since I got married. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> Boy, what a lying piece of shit, but good answer. <laughs> right now, Honestly, I, don't know, I don't know where Mary is right now in the world, but right now she's sitting and going, yes, it's true. That is what he thinks. <laughs> that's what I told him. I want to, I'm going to answer it since I'm not a coward. I'm going to say, I want to get in a time machine. Since we're, since we're living in fantasy world now, oh. I'm going to get in a time machine, go back to 1996 and marry Sandra Bullock. 96 Bullock. Yep. You ever seen the movie A Time to oh. Kill? No. Okay. So, <laughs> Sorry. Jesus Christ. We we should we should really pre-plan at least 5% of the show. Yeah. That would have been a lot yeah. better. Anyway, 1996 Sandra Bullock is way better than 2021 Sandra Bullock because as everyone knows, after a woman passes from age 39 to age 40, she simply ceases to exist. They phase out of reality. They become spirits in the ether once they mm-hmm. turn 40. So, Sandra Bullock today is like you know, we call her Grand Maven Bullock now. We don't call her Sandra anymore. Oh, that chick from the Queen's Gambit. That's what I do. Did you ever see that that Netflix special? I mean, I've seen enough of the advertisements and stuff to know what you're talking about. Yeah, she's hot. You're talking about the main character? Yeah. I thought she's... You know what? <laughs> I don't know if the people watching the episode on video could see it, but just like in my face, there was that moment where I said, if I keep talking, it's going to get bad. If I stop talking now, it's okay. And I stopped <laughs> talking. <laughs> so we're going to move on. Good good on you for having different opinions. Uh, <laughs> the next question comes from Mary Lynn Willimowski. Boy, what good timing that is. Oh, good. <laughs> right? Somebody tag her. Dear Alan and Dave, have any of your internet friends appeared in your dreams? 
have any of your internet friends appeared? I think she's asking you if you've been cheating on her. I don't I don't know. This might be code. Yeah. Well, have you, you know, I think your dreams count, right? You can't do it in your dreams either. At least that's what she told me. No. This is this is really taking a turn that I didn't expect. <laughs> let's let's no, answer the question on deck first. <laughs> have any of your internet friends appeared in your dreams? Not that I can remember. No, I don't. But I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember a whole lot of my dreams. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't say that I recall. But I'm assuming you mean internet friend, as in you only know them on the internet. I mean, I'm friends with my fiance yeah. on the internet too, not just in the real world. So does that count? Yeah, I I'm think gonna... it's just internet only friends. Okay. Well, let's move on to the more interesting question. <laughs> if you cheat on your spouse in your dreams, is that like cheating in real life? This is like some Matrix type of shit we're talking about now. If you cheat in the Matrix, do you cheat in real you life? You die in real life, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't count. All right. It doesn't count for me, apparently, but for you, it's a different story entirely. Um. Well, we're going to have to get Mary back on here, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Hash this all out. All right. Jonathan Carranza writes, Dear Alan and Dave, does Biden wear diapers? Uh, I'm willing to bet strongly that he doesn't because I think he's the type of person that even if he genuinely needs a little dependable help, if you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. uh, he probably wouldn't out of, like, pride. He's got other people to take care of that. Yeah. I think if I ever reach the point where I have incontinence issues, I just won't wear anything. <laughs> It'll be easier to clean the floor once than to clean your whole backside mm-hmm. and your clothes. It's just, you know, you basically become like a house pet. That's what that's what old people are. But anyway, so <laughs> just. <laughs> This show really needs those laugh tracks we were talking about. Because yeah. without the laugh tracks, have you ever seen the thing that they do? I've seen this on YouTube. They'll take episodes of Friends and they'll have highlights from Ross, David Schwimmer oh. character. Yeah. But they've edited out all the laugh tracks and audience participation. And it makes them sound like just a sociopathic serial killer. If you listen to Ross just walk around and talk to everyone, but without the laugh tracks... It's the creepiest shit you've ever heard in your life. And I realize now that's what this show is. I'm laughing in my mind, but if you're not laughing, then people are like, Jesus Christ. Just awkward silence. <laughs> yeah. Um, Logan Denny writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what's your thought What's your thought on Mel Brooks movies? Do you, do you like Mel Brooks? The, the only one I think I can remember seeing is Blazing Saddles. And I really like that movie, I think. So yeah. I probably like more of them. Yeah, Mel Brooks is like an icon. You know, what Mel Brooks, his content has aged extremely well. I think some people would, like the snowflakey types would say, oh, you can't say and do those things today because, oh, that, that offends people. I would actually say the opposite, that that his movies being what they were, but also being cleverly written and directed and acted, is so much better than like most of the just, the just garbo that comes out of modern Hollywood. That mm-hmm. everything that's made today is just made for the lowest denominator IQ 
Mel Brooks movies were funny, but they were also intelligent. They're the type of movies that you'd watch several times to get all the jokes, you know? So Yeah, I like that. So that's my thought on Mel Brooks movies. But I think he's Jewish, so automatic zero. Um, Rachel Watson Kennerly writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what is your dream car? Dave, what's your dream car? I, well, you said, you know, the, the whole time passing and I'm, you know, in my 40s and above. And so the kind of the dreams are, are behind me now. So I think when I had a dream car, it mm-hmm. was a Jaguar XJ. I don't I don't even know if it was anything else with it. But yeah, it was an, it was one of the bigger ones, you know, because I'm a bigger guy. So they always seemed super luxurious. I just hope people realize when Dave says I'm a bigger guy, it's because he's he's physically taller. He's, he's not like 400 pounds. He's not morbidly <laughs> because I don't think those people could fit in a Jaguar. So, yeah. Yeah. This, this was like the biggest one they had. I think All right, I'm looking out for you here. I just want people to realize you're not, you know, you're not going to be on that show. My 600 pound life. Where... <laughs> you ever seen that show? 600 pound life. I've seen clips, but I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to actually uh, sit down and watch a whole episode of that. All right. I really can't bring myself to watch a whole episode of this, to be honest. That's understandable. Yeah. <laughs> this segment has to be over at 25 minutes, and we're now at 30. So let's just go ahead and do the rest of the viewer mail. My yeah, my dream car has always been a 69 uh, Corvette Stingray. So I'm Ooh. the opposite of you. I pick a car that I know I can't physically fit in, and then I just get depressed and kill myself. That's That's what I do. <laughs> Uh, and finally for tonight, Lyle Durio writes, Dear Alan and Dave, do you like Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce? So I know he's posting that because apparently Zuckerberg, mm-hmm. when he did his little meta commercial, he has Sweet Baby Ray's up on the bookshelf because that's that's what the lizard people think you and I do in our homes. <laughs> um, I actually don't because I really just don't like barbecue sauce, period. I don't really like barbecue, believe it or not. I thought that's like a religion down where you live. Well, fried chicken sure as hell is. Oh, okay. But, you know, I feel like I could make a, you know, black people fried chicken joke, but Mm. I never liked those jokes, even though I'm a racist. I've never liked those jokes. (laughs) And the reason why I never liked those jokes is, is because, like, is the punchline supposed to be black people love fried chicken? Who the hell doesn't like fried chicken? It's delicious. What are you, who are you, who's me, who are you making fun of here? In my mind... If you're making fun of the fact that they love fried chicken because you don't, then you're the weird person, not them. Yeah, you're kind of calling yourself out. Yeah, racist piece of shit. <laughs> not me, though. Wait a minute. Boy, we we did so much better the second time around, and now things went way off the rails. <laughs> way off the rails. Uh, guys, we're going to be back after this break to talk about the phenomenon of Let's Go Brandon. After this commercial, don't go away. Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not, but it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Email us at info at
finna ask them. Don't nobody like his ass, huh? Tried to cover up and tell the people, go Brandon. But we know what they saying, though. You can hear the chant in every post. Don't nobody want this commie, cause we not in China. Everybody hated Trump, and now they out to catch a body. That's what they get for treating us like we in Squid Games. Green light, mandate, like he's insane. These times, people waking up to anything. Go Brandon, but we all know what the saying mean. back to the show uh yeah wake up dave jesus why are we looking at a brick wall actually i know why during that break guys dave was dave was getting crunk as they say yes he was he was feeling the spirit within him i saw that um so i i just wanted to play that so that for people who have like been living under a rock the last few weeks and have no idea what's going on and they just see that phrase let's go brandon everywhere which by the way I kind of feel bad for that NASCAR driver, Brandon, because he's now become a part of this that he didn't he didn't ask for. Mm. You know, it just sort of happened. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit more about how the cathedral, the corporate press, big tech, the the official opinion molders, how they've now responded to this phenomenon more so than than the little song and dance itself. So I want you to take a look at this picture right here uh, for this show. I wanted to showcase uh that some imagery the the music whatever and all of the top hits are all corporate press outlets talking about let's go brandon in a derogatory sense painting it as a conservative smear painting it as something that only the far right would be a part of um saying that it's an attack on all democrats in general and you know and and kind of kind of painting this narrative that only only some small fraction of the population would have anything to do with it um but that's just not true that's just not true and so i i wanted to say a few things about this the first that there's, I call them SMLs. So SML stands for social media leftists. So if you ever go on Twitter, and I and I do, I use Twitter. I like to go on Twitter because it's the perfect place to just sort of kind of see what the other side of the fence is talking about. You could just sort of kind of get a glimpse into the world of the noxious leftist mind. What what are the stories in the news? What's everyone a buzz about? And so I go on Twitter, and so you see the corporate press and the big tech, these social media leftists. They're 
they're now saying either either they just ignore it, they just deny that it exists, or they're saying now that the whole let's go Brandon phenomenon is sort of like this MAGA Trump psyop thing, as if Donald Trump himself said, hey guys, let's chant let's go Brandon. Um, and they're trying to say that it's really an attack on the whole left, on the whole democratic establishment. And don't get me wrong, if you want to attack the whole democratic establishment, more power to you. But that's not really true. The chant literally is a stand-in for the words, fuck Joe Biden. So it's literally directed at Joe Biden. I don't. I, I feel like this can't be any more clear than that. Yeah. Um, but the important thing is, is that they. it's so important to them to paint the whole phenomenon as only being the fringe. Only, only, you know, there's only like 10 or 15% of these rednecks in flyover country. Those are the only people saying, let's go, Brandon. And because it's so important for them to signal to their in-group, hey, guys, it's going to be okay. Just remain calm. They're just being big, meanie, poo-poo heads. Um, they don't have the numbers we do. And that's why it's so important for them to do that, because it's not true. I would these these SMLs as I call them social media leftists they're not an accurate representation of the country as a whole and not even close and no matter how hard twitter props up and uses no matter how much people like facebook use algorithms to distort thought these people are not the majority they're really not and so this the the latest agit prop that the cathedral is rolling out is you know it's 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 some sort of racist conspiracy you know what's what's the crude and vulgar history you know politics is so, sunken so low the latest is let's go brandon and 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 by the way just this is just something for everybody to remember this is my prediction they're going to call it a racist dog whistle that's that's going to happen next if they haven't already done it by the time you're hearing my voice i bet the next thing they're going to do is is it's going to be only racist say let's go brandon even though of course the dude in the music video is clearly <laughs> Pro I, I'm willing to bet not a white supremacist. I'm willing to Pro willing to go out there on that. What Probably was the uh, what was the Chappelle character? Clayton Bixby. Oh, Clayton, yeah. Clayton Bixby, yeah. That's that's what they're gonna say. Um, this is one of those Matrix type moments, and what I mean by that is is that sometimes when you when you finally see things, you can't unsee it. And, and what I mean by that for this is that when you see how the official narrative gets churned out by the cathedral for all of their lackeys to absorb, it's their new programming as they like. If you're an NPC type person, they reprogram all their NPCs to think a certain way and then they want you to they want them to spread it. Once you see that happening like live in real time, you can't unsee it. Then you start looking at all the news through a totally different lens. You start seeing it saying, well, I, I know that they have an agenda here. I can tell they're trying to get people to think and act a certain way. They're not just trying to inform me anymore. You can just see it. This isn't an organic opinion. This is programming. They're trying to get people to they're, – they're, they're signaling to their in-group that if you see or hear Let's Go Brandon, that's just angry Trumpists who are mad that their guy lost and they're just trying to be mean to Democrats. So much deflection away from, of course, what the phrase is a stand-in for. Fuck Joe Biden. Yeah. Is is anybody happy with Joe Biden? Like, do, and, and again, I don't mean social media leftists. They don't count. They're not representative of the country at large. 
I have come across all manner of people who are centrists, who are apolitical, people who are not, I'm not talking about like libertarians like us. I've, I've run across all manner of people who are lean, center lean left, who are swing voters, the type of people that they court during general elections because they can vote either way. Uh, and people who have been predominantly Democratic voters who are saying, let's go, Brandon. I'm seeing that everywhere. It's just so important to tell people that when you see a phenomenon like this take off and become so widespread, that's not just like Republicans. This is way bigger than just Republicans making fun of Democrats. It's a lot more people than that. And that and that's this is this is one of those we're trying to be more optimistic these days. I know Dave is, not not so much me. I'm going to try my best to be more optimistic. This is how you know this is how you know that we're going to win. Because a whole lot more people than just registered Republicans are chanting, let's go, Brandon, at like all the sporting events and all the games and all the concerts and all the public. You, you, you go around town, you hear people saying, let's go, Brandon. Those aren't all just registered Republicans because registered Republicans don't make up that high of a percentage of the population. A whole lot of people have adopted what is being expressed by that saying it goes back to my my point from earlier in the show i was out eating with a couple of friends recently we went to ponchos the greatest restaurant on earth and that was what we were talking about is is everyone saying let's go brandon people are just walking around saying it and laughing and and part of it is what it is people hate joe biden and a part of it is people aren't happy between the economy and inflation and labor shortages that are not really labor shortages because they're just being created by mandates and vax passes that's creating a labor shortage uh, between the airlines and and the prices at the pump and the grocery store definitely the pump now there, there's one you can see the inflation and changing gas prices big time um, people are not happy and when there's just a general discontentment people are going to look to the top it, I mean, it happened to Trump, right? I mean, even though, of course, the whole media establishment was anti-Trump. But as a general rule of thumb, on top of the whole media establishment being anti-Trump, Trump was the guy in office when the Rona started and the economy's going in the shitter. And he's and he's still to blame, by the way. There's a lot of MAGA types that want to let him off the hook. He's the one that <laughs> went all in on that crap on day one, you remember? Oh, he was remember. the one that was doing press conferences with Fauci on day one. Mm -hmm. And so he has to own that too. And a whole lot of people were really unhappy and there was a whole lot of uncertainty in the country. And that more often than not spells doom for an incumbent. And that's exactly what happened. So I don't know, man. I mean, maybe, maybe the silver lining here is that clown world has just gotten squeaky enough that, that the <laughs> next go round is going to be a really big pushback the other way. That's usually how it ends up. Is yeah, it over usually an overcorrection. That's how we ended up with Trump. Yeah, like that's how we ended up with Biden. Yes, I've I've told I've told some people that my my prediction for the next few election cycles is Biden's going to be out. There's going to be, as you put it, an overcorrection, and you're going to have mm -hmm. Trump 2.0 is going to come in, and they're going to mm -hmm. sweep away Biden, but they're going to bring in some of their own evils along with them. But then there'll be another overreaction yep. the other way, and then you know Biden's going to look like a freaking Reagan Republican compared to whatever <laughs> the hell is coming. 
I, I can't even fathom what's going to happen, but any policy that mm-hmm. even Biden says, oh, man, guys, I don't know, that might be a step too far. The next guy will be like, let's do it on day one. Yeah. That's that's yeah. that's my prediction. So now now I went from being optimistic to being terribly pessimistic. Sorry. Yeah, because, you know, too many overcorrections. That's and then you're in the ditch. Yeah, exactly. Good. Or good in the job, wall. Dave. I like that. <laughs> um, you know, Muhammad Atta, the 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 mastermind of the 9-11 hijackings. You know what his last yeah, words yeah. were before the plane hit? Let's go, Brandon. Pretty sure that's right. Mm-hmm. That's why I keep Dave around. He's a yes man. He's just he's just <laughs> sort of along for the ride. Uh, guys, we're going to be back to talk. I'm going to tell a little fun story about my time in the printing business and a very unique customer I had come in and get business cards right after this commercial. If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Mosley. Oh. Not, not bad. I give that a 6.5. I've been trying to jump it a little early, you know, the, the lag. Yeah. Okay, all right. So this is a story that I realize I've told a lot of my friends in, in private that I've never told on the show. So I'm, I'm going to tell the story really quick. Uh, most people who have only known me since I became, you know, a public figure, I, this, is, this is all an act. This is, I'm, this is not a real person. This might as well be a hologram. This is just a character that I play on TV. But before I did this, I actually, throughout my whole 20s, I uh, opened and operated a printing company here in Columbia, Tennessee. It's called The Print Stop. I owned The Print Stop in Columbia, Tennessee. And I guess it was probably maybe three or four years in to this, into owning the business, um, I had a customer come in. So you want to talk about guys who can barely fit in their cars. So this guy rolls up. He's he's driving an old, beat-up red Trans Am with the little, you know, the Firebird logo on the hood and a, oh, nice. and a, and a Roll Tide license plate on the front. Like, I mean, this, this is – you want to talk about memes becoming – don't let your memes be dreams. This guy right here is exactly that statement. So this guy gets out, you know – Gym shorts, gray t-shirt with holes in it, baseball cap. He's 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 perspiring a bit, as it were. <laughs> and he he comes in the store, and he looks. There's, there's nothing suspicious about. It. If you if you live if you if you live where I'm from, this this guy just looks like he blends into society. <laughs> but <laughs> but he looks he looks like there's something wrong with him, like he's nervous or or something. I can't really tell what's up. I'm like, am I about to be robbed? I don't you know. Um, and he comes up to the counter, and he says, "Hey, uh, do you guys do business cards?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, it does say print on the name, so we do indeed do business cards." Uh, I didn't say it that way. I, uh, that's probably why I'm out of business now is that when people would come in and ask questions, I'd say, look, look at this fucking jack off right here. I'd say that to them, to their face pointing at them. <laughs> but, but anyway. Nobody else. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm the only one there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so it says like, yeah, man, we do business cards. What have you got? 
And he's he's he gets out his wallet and he pulls out a card. And of course, at this point, I'm thinking, oh, he's a contractor, right? You know, he 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 needs more cards for his business because he's a plumber, or, you know, a carpenter or something. We get a lot. We get a lot of those. Mm-hmm. And he hands me a card and he says, "Well, I've been a few different places. I know that not everybody will make these cards, and so it won't, you know, it won't upset me if if you can't do it, but." I want to I want to see if you can. And I didn't understand at that moment what he meant. If anything, I thought maybe he was thinking he has some sort of like maybe he does thermography, you know, like the cards with the burnt ink on it. So it's, it's oh, yeah. raised. And, and we don't do that. We can order those, but we don't do those in house. And so maybe maybe he's thinking it's something special. That's what I was thinking. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, let's let's see what you got. And he hands me the card. And it's a white card fitting, by the way. It's a white card. <laughs> and it has on there a cross. So, oh, this is, it's a, it's, it, this is a religious fella. And it yeah. says, the Fraternal Order of White Knights. And it just has a P.O. box for Woodbury, Tennessee, P.O. box something, something or other. And that's when it hit me. Just because <laughs> the guy's not wearing a robe and a hood. Yeah. And, and notably, it's missing three important letters off the card. Mm-hmm. Their official name is the Fraternal Order of White Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. It's yeah. for it turns out for their official correspondence they leave that last part out. Oh. So it didn't say KKK on it. It just said the Fraternal Order of White Knights with the logo, and that was it. And there's nothing else on it, just blank otherwise. Just just left good and white like God intended. And at the bottom, <laughs> it has Woodbury, Tennessee, which for people that are not familiar, Woodbury, Tennessee, that's that's out there in the sticks. That's out, that's out there. So it actually surprises me not at all that that's where they're hiding their P.O. box. Um, and of course, and also too, it's like now I think about it more, I realize now well, they have a P.O. box so that they won't have an address so that they won't get, you know, like, you know. Visited. Visited, yeah. Um, and this guy proceeds to tell me that he he's actually doing the bidding for the guy. Like what do they call them? Like grand wizards grand. or whatever. You know, dragon what is it dragon or wizard? Yeah, S- some type of sorcerer, elvish fellow, and yeah. and so that guy doesn't go out and get stuff. I guess it's like it's that's super secret. You know, he's high up and that's yeah. super secretive. You know, yeah. Dave, when you make it to be grand wizard of the KKK, you don't have to go run your errands anymore. All right, they're gonna go do that for you. Um. There's something to look forward to. <laughs> and, you know, the dreams are behind me. Yeah. Yeah. When you and Mary had COVID, you wouldn't have had to order anything. They would have just brought you your groceries because we take care of our own. Am I right? Uh, so anyway, it dawns on me now what this is. And I'm like, oh. Wow. I mean... When when you're just in the midst of your day to day routine, you don't expect to be confronted with such a such a thing. And so anyway, um, I actually told him, you know what? If you can leave this with me, because he didn't have the files. God knows I'm in printing and they can't bring me the files, so I have to recreate everything. I'm like if you can leave this with me, I'll, I'll I'm going to talk this over with with uh, with my partner and uh, and we'll get back to you. Can I keep this one? And he was like, Yeah, sure. And so, and so, and I, and I asked him a few questions like, you know, while you're here, do you mind, like, you seem, you seem like a nice guy. <laughs> you seem like a nice guy. <laughs> so can, can I ask you, 
like like I mean, can I ask you some questions? Like, would that bother you? And he's like, no, 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 ask me. Um, and I was like, so what do you guys do? Like, what do you do in your little social club there? And he and he immediately said, oh, well, we don't do what you're thinking. Like, we don't burn crosses on people's yards. And he actually said that they had a few black people in their club. Huh. Which, again, if you've actually lived any amount of time in the South, that won't surprise you as much as it might surprise other people. <laughs> it's, 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 it's an interesting dynamic. But they were really a lot more like, uh, kind of like the Masons or something, where they have a lodge and they go out to the lodge and they play pool and drink beer and watch football. And he said they even have their black friends come out and play pool and drink beer and watch football. And then I was like, oh, well, that sounds great and all, but if that's true, then why bother calling it the KKK? Why not just be, yeah. you know, Dave and Allen's hangout shack? Like, why does it have to be the KKK? <laughs> and he didn't really have an answer for that. He's just like, well, you know, it's just, you know, the guy and it's it's, it's his club, you know. <laughs> and I was like, well, all right. So we took the card. We thought about it. I talked to my partner about it. And I was like, you know, should we... Like, should we make these? Like, I understand that obviously everywhere this guy has been to, they turned him down. And I know why. Like, it's not a mystery why Office Max was like, I don't think we can do racist propaganda, Mr. Mr. Whatever. And then and then I was like, you know what? Ironically enough, when he was there, one of my old lady friends, um, who happened to be a black lady, had been there visiting me. And he opened the door for her. He's like, he opens the door. He's like, yes, ma'am. You know, you're welcome. You know. And I was like, this guy has not ever done anything to me. And he claims they've never done anything to anybody. And he's only ever been respectful and nice. He was even respectful and nice to my lady friend who was a black woman. And so I made his business cards. Hmm. And they paid for him. And then I never saw him again. That's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be, to be thrown in that situation, I don't know exactly what I'd do, you know, especially to a nice person. I've, well, I've been known to make bad decisions. The last thing I said to my, my old partner before we decided to do it was, is that, well, look at it this way. If they're perfectly reasonable people who wouldn't harm a soul, then there's no reason to be bothered about doing their business cards. And if they are the type of people who would invest their time and money into doing things that you and I wouldn't approve of, then we should take their money away from them so they can't spend it on anything else, oh, like burning yeah. crosses. So we charged, I will admit this, we basically charged double. Wow. Like, I quote everything, but I would have quoted you, like, 40 bucks. And I was like, yeah, those, those are $80, because, you know, i got to recreate your, your fancy yeah. schmancy... You know, Catholic cross thing. It's it's it with that old Gothic. Font. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, you know, they got some class over there in the KKK. So, who does their linens? You wonder. I like. But that anyway, they, they, they did a little rebranding, getting rid of the the letters at the end. There did do rebrand. That's why they came to the print stop is they needed someone to do <laughs> rebrand. And I did it, and I took their money. And uh, I've always wondered, I always wonder what happened to that guy, because that guy was just the go-between. Mm -hmm. He was the guy who was in it for the beer in the pool. 
I always wonder what happened to that guy. I, guy, if you're watching this show, comment down in the comments to say, I actually married a black woman and we have three children. Yeah, I wonder who... I wonder who the first person of our obnoxious fans will be who will type what I just said to pretend to be that guy. I'm going to I'm going to put my money on Lyle. Okay. That's that's not a bad one. We can't do Ryan every week now, can we? Yeah. Uh guys, we're going to be back to wrap up the show right after this commercial break. Don't go away. Hi guys, it's Alan here, and I want to take a moment to let you know about one of our supporters who started a new business. Laura Moreau sells 50 different health and wellness all-natural products, from weight loss, supplements, energy enhancers, body toning, longer and stronger hair, and so much more. Do you like coffee? Well, they even have coffee that'll help you drop some pounds. And who doesn't want to drop a few pounds? Go check her out at her online store at lauramoreau.itworks.com today. That's lauramoreau.itworks.com. Like our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash TV. You can follow me on Twitter. Dave, what are you doing, man? Oh, Jesus Christ. We've already gone back. We're on Facebook.com slash TV, but not anymore, according to Dave. We're done with that shit. You can also follow me on Twitter. It's Twitter.com slash TV. And last but not least, subscribe to our YouTube page. YouTube.com slash TV. And once I get a producer who's ever seen the show before, you'll know that we're on Odyssey. It's Odyssey.com. You can search It's Too Late with Alan Mosley or at TV. And if you're more of a listener than a watcher, you get on favorite comments, Spotify, iTunes, whatever. Thanks to Anchor.fm. That's Anchor.fm slash TV. Well, Dave, you made it 97% of the way through the show. You know, I recall you saying something at the beginning of the show. <laughs> do you uh, do you have a final thought? Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm kind of flustered up. Now, now you're just turning yourself off so no one can see or hear you. Oh, Gee. yeah, there we go. <sighs> I got well, you. Dave, I'm sorry. We've run out of time for a final thought. So we're going to have to. That's probably better. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of It's Too Late. And we will see you next week.